Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here with my co-host, the wonderful and multitasking Donna Lee. I hear sarcasm dripping from your lips there, but yes, thank you. <laughs> you know my name is that really is Dr. Mystery. Is it? it I, is. I heard that was a gimmicky M-I-S-T-R-Y. We had a patient swear that it wasn't his real name. So M-I-S-T-R-Y. We've been accused of being gimmicky. I don't know why. You're so serious all the time. I'd really like to be accused of being informative. <laughs> That'd be nice. That'd be nice once in a oh, while. Oh, there's that. It would be nice to be, you know, kind of Being a given surgeon that. and all. I, uh, you wouldn't think I would have such a, such a fragile ego, but I don't know. That's why you have a giant sports car. No, I I'm do not. Kidding. I have you a don't. very large you truck. You do have a truck. <laughs> I mean, I may be trying to make up for something. Uh-huh, with your large truck. That's that right. Correct. You know, I think my dad still asked me why I'd never become a heart surgeon. <laughs> Really? That's right. I'm sure he's listening uh, to the show. So. He does not. I think he. I think this show makes him fall asleep too. Oh lord. His friends listen to it though. Oh, I hi, think, hi, dad. Friends. <laughs> I died. Friends. I am a board certified urologist. This is a men's health show. We mm-hmm. like to talk about a variety of men's health topics. We uh, have offices all over town. Donna is not only my co-host but also the office manager here. So mm-hmm. when you call our office and have a problem or uh, want a question answered or uh, hopefully make an appointment and get treated, uh, <laughs> sometimes I pick she, up the phone. She, she'll be one of the people picking up the phone <laughs> and getting you in. Why don't you tell people a little bit about our practice again? You can reach us during the week at five one two two three eight zero seven six two. Our website is Armor Men's health.com we are uh, bringing you the show from urology specialists you can email us your questions we get the most amazing questions and they're super informative and engaging and very complex <laughs> to armormenshealth at gmail.com and they mean a lot to us because mm-hmm. uh when when you take the time to listen to the show in the car and go home and get on the computer and email us or listen to the podcast and send mm-hmm. us an email it really suggests a very high level of engagement and keeps us going it means that people really appreciate the information that we're giving and you. we know that lots and lots of men in austin have erectile dysfunction now that's right we know we know we know, all a lot. Emailing we know us. a lot as a urologist we deal with a variety of very sensitive topics i thought we would talk about a topic that probably doesn't get a lot of kind of airtime on the radio mm-hmm. and that is transgendered medicine we have our partners from pride family medicine uh risa Bain and ashley right. watley with us today thank you for joining us today Hi. thank you and as a urologist one of the first times that we come across this idea of gender identity or gender specification is in children who are born with what we call ambiguous genitalia. What an unfortunate way, really, to have to come into this world with, you know, many times it's unknown kind of pre-birth, but there can be hormonal abnormalities that occur while you're developing as a fetus that result in either genitals that don't appear to be normal or both genitals or either or, or, or no genitals. That must be something that you've come across uh, in treating children. Absolutely, yeah. And not only with uh, being born with a birth abnormality, I think people don't understand that gender identity is something that a child has expression of as even as early as age of four. Yeah, I, I've heard over the years multiple different kind of takes on how you should parent. There's people who are against anything blue and pink, then your whole house just looks green and yellow, unfortunately. <laughs> and it, it, it just seems against kind of how we all were raised. And I think that some people kind of rail against this, this feeling. But ultimately, we just want people to feel comfortable with themselves, right? A hundred percent. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, our, our jobs 
as a society and as physicians isn't to make our patients feel uncomfortable about who they are or to, for them to doubt who they feel they are. And I think that a lot of people with gender uh, identity issues don't seek medical care. They, they, they don't want to get looked at. They don't want to get judged. I don't know if they're listening to this radio station or to this podcast. What would be some advice you would give to somebody who's in that position? And uh, how, how do they seek care that they think they're going to be comfortable with? I think a lot of the time the uh, word of mouth community from social media or established uh, LGBT places like Out Youth or LGBT Chamber of Commerce. Kind uh, Clinic. Kind Clinic, Ashwell. They have resources listed for vetted providers that are inclusive and competent and front-end staff is trained. I th- so word of mouth is really, really important. And then doing your research because most people don't go into a provider's office without doing their research. Mm-hmm. Um, we really have made the space at our clinic to be as inclusive as we can. And it is a different model of medicine in that the providers, we understand that you're coming to tell us something that we are believing and supporting you in and not diagnosing. We're not saying like, oh, you have high blood pressure and this is how we treat it. We're listening to your experience and helping you along that journey. So it is a different dynamic between the patient and the provider, and we really try to be supportive with that. You know what's interesting is that um, if you were just kind of modeling what a doctor or a healthcare provider should be, you would naturally assume that they would be unbiased and open-minded. You, you know, like you, you know, like mm-hmm. if you if you just if, when you kind of make this prototypical doctor in your mind, mm-hmm. you're thinking that that person probably has heard everything, you know, is going to be unbiased in how they treat you, is going to look at everybody the same. People the are case. people, right? No, people are people. And so the same biases, same whatever, you know, against the idea of transgendered identity, a race, uh, whatever else biased exists in the community or is going to exist to, to some degree in the medical profession. It is completely unacceptable, though. Like, I mean, we, it's unacceptable anywhere, but certainly within the confines of your doctor's office is, is unacceptable. So, so what are some of the things that somebody who has an identity disorder, whether they transgendered male, transgender female, will come to you for specifically related to that for medical care? Usually hormone therapy is, um, you know, uh, a lot of the trans community will come in with uh, dysphoria and um, we do a lot of their the hormone um, and gender affirming therapy for them. Because they would like their body to look closer like how to, to how they feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're trying to help them with congruence. So they come in and the intake process, we, we allow a lot of time for these visits. So usually our first appointment is 45 minutes. So it's a lot of in-depth history and um if if there's any not you know if hormones aren't the direction that they feel like they need to and that's not off you know it's not always the case for trans medicine we can give them all kinds of other social services resources or counseling resources so we just keep or we vet you know medical providers you're one of them that we feel comfortable with referrals if we need some, if there is question about genitalia or surgeries related. So we provide information and we prescribe cross-sex hormones, gender-affirming hormones. We put them in touch with surgeons if they're interested in any surgery that help them be more aligned, more congruent with who they are. And, and whether you individually out there as a listener are particularly 
in favor of or or whatever your feeling is towards the transgender community it, i mean it's it's going to it's going to it's going to affect you potentially at some point your your own family member something of that nature and you're going to be forced to kind of reckon with that understanding and uh I, I, what i found interesting is that sometimes i worry about using the wrong word or the vernacular but I have found members of the transgender community to be very open about kind of helping direct me on how to like, you know, I'm not worried about making a social faux pas. I just want to, you know, what, what, what do I say to make people comfortable? And I, and I, I feel like that about all people, in fact, that, that, that people know that, that there may be discomforting situations and they're, they're happy to help you go through it. Yeah, you just ask. You just ask, what pronouns would you like? <laughs> yes. I lead with... What? How do you want me to refer to your body parts? Do you want me to use medical terminology? Do you have your own words? Should we try to be like very gender neutral? Dingling and yum yums. Dingling and yum yums. Ding and yum yums. For those of you that listen to the show regularly, um, well, uh, uh, the last point I want to make is that um, just like in in so many instances, just being transgender does not mean that that's the only thing you are. And so, I mean, ultimately, you still need a primary care doctor, yeah, right. and you right. still you you can still get right. heart attacks, and you're still going to get prostate cancer, and you're still going to get all these other things um, that can affect your health. You still need vaccinations. You still need all those things. Yeah. So, uh, having a primary care relationship uh, is super important for your overall health, and I think your mental health too. I mean, Absolutely. you need to you need to have somebody that's going to be on your side, that's going to be uh, you know, and and know know how to take care of you. So. Uh, thank you so much for the work that you guys do. Uh, if somebody's interested in getting taken care of by you, how do they get a hold of you? So you can reach us at pridefamilymedicine.com. That's our website. Or you can call the clinic at 512-379-7272. Well, that's an easy one. We need an easy one. Well, no, we can't change our <laughs> phone number now. Uh, Risa and Ashley, thank you so much for joining us, and thanks for thank being you. a great partner of ours. Appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome. You can call us during the week at 512-238-0762 and send your emails to armormenshealth at gmail.com or through the website at armormenshealth.com. That was awesome. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you, gals. We appreciate you. Dr. Mystery wants to hear from you. Email questions to armormenshealth at gmail.com. We'll be right back with the Armor Men's Health Hour. 